DDCO at the plate, he's over for 2 today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we're happy to announce that baseball is back. It's uh, back. It, it's back. It's been so good, Jeremy, to uh, come home from work and just be able to throw a baseball game on uh, every night of the week if you want to. Yeah, except if you're a Cubs fan. It's It's been nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, I was really excited for it to come back and... Uh, um, it's been, it's been, I've been unhappy the last couple of days and it's, I could say it's probably tied somewhat at least to, uh, the Cubs bullpen, if not the whole team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, well, Jeremy, it looks like, uh, I don't think that game is officially in the books yet tonight, uh, Braves Cubs, but it looks like the Cubs are going to lose and they're going to be one in five going into a three game series with Milwaukee at Miller Park on, uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, um, it's it's a uh, bad timing for the Cubs. Um, the only silver lining I could say is like if the Cubs can win that series, I feel like they're gonna fe- be feeling pretty good, and then they'll begin. They're gonna be heading right into the home opener. So I think like even though they'll they'll be uh, what they'll be three and six, I think they'll be feeling pretty good if they can win that series. Yeah, Jeremy, I was gonna say it. it- I'm predicting uh, that the Cubs will probably end up taking two out of three. I have a bad feeling about the series, and it just feels like the Brewers, they're so hot. They're 6-1. and one, Cubs are 1-5. and five. Uh-huh. It only figures that the Cubs will take uh, will take that series and like continue to be a boogeyman for the Brewers uh, for this season. I-, I could see it happening only because it's not likely to happen based on how they're based on how they've been playing both teams uh well jeremy um so i have to wonder i first of all i today i was thinking this game tonight for the cubs uh versus the braves was kind of a must win for them because if they uh if they lose which they're going to they would go into miller park one and five against uh the hottest team in baseball not named the mariners yeah uh so they ended up losing it uh, so it's a crucial series, Jeremy. Uh, let's say you know the unthinkable happens, and the Cubs end up getting swept, and they go into the home opener one and eight. Mm-hmm. How much more, even two and seven? How much more? How much rope does Joe Madden get this year? They're, they're already talking about firing him. Yeah, like on the on, on, on sports radio, like, uh-huh. and that was um, might have even been before the the Braves. It was maybe after yeah. game one of the Braves series. Uh-huh. So I mean, yeah, I mean it's like they clearly haven't made a commitment to Joe Madden. So it's like. If they think that firing him is going to do anything, the thing is, you know, the bullpen isn't going to get better because of they fire Joe Madden. Right. I mean, he might. So the next guy might use the guy, the pitchers better. Um, but uh, uh, I think they're just they're just sputtering right now. Um, like yesterday, uh, Brandon Kinsler comes in and like actually pitched a good seventh inning, uh, and then. Uh, uh, Cishek comes Cishek, in. he walked three guys. Who was good all year. He was like yeah. our best reliever last year. Yep. Comes in and walks the bases loaded. Yep. So it's like Madden can't catch a break. No. Um, you know, I the only thing I could say is like, do you, do you pull Cishek after walking the first two guys? Like, you, you, I kind of feel like you have to see that he doesn't have it maybe. Yeah. And then it's like, then it's like, do you bring in Randy Rosario like with the bases loaded? I, I don't know if that's the best move because he doesn't have a huge track record. But, I mean... You know who knows? And then tonight, like they they took Darvish out in the fifth inning, yeah, and they brought in C.J. Edwards. C.J. Edwards is broken, I think. Mm, yeah, he, I, he, yes, that, that's a good word I, for I, it. I meant to look up like his like numbers since like the like since the beginning of 2017, like what his like or like even like halfway through 2017, like what his like walks to strikeouts have been because like he he seems broken, just like he can't. I mean, he this guy might have like Steve Blast syndrome, like he might yeah. not be able to throw it in the strike zone. Yeah, um, I, I was thinking that, Jeremy, when I saw Edwards and then I saw them bring Montgomery in and also Chatwood, it just it feels like they're just they've they're running out these same guys like yeah. year after year, like the same thing they did last year. Like, how are these guys? It's so weird to have that kind of stability in your bullpen, but like, how are all these guys even still on the team? Yeah, no, I mean. I think it, part of it is well. I mean, Chatwood. I, I don't know why Chatwood's on the, it's because they've you know they signed him to a horrible contract. Um, Montgomery, like I mean, in a, I still think in the right situation, Montgomery is an effective guy. Um, Edwards is just I think you know they're they're because they kind of claim him as their own because they didn't draft him, but they've had him since he was in the minors. I think that they're sticking with him, but like 
I mean, yeah, I think you have to seriously look at him. I I know that we started talking about Madden and like um, the question is, I think if they're not committed to him, then then go ahead and fire him like as soon as you want. But it's like, why even bring him back then? You know? Yeah, this feels to me, Jeremy. Uh, do you remember the year that the Brewers it was 2015? I think the year the Brewers fired Ron Reinecke after a month. Uh-huh. Um, you know, after they collapsed late the season before in right. 2014, they yeah. were in place for 150 days and they didn't make the playoffs. It was like the first time that it ever happened. Right. Um, so uh, the, 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 this feels very very similar. Um, I. I I think that it, it feels to me like uh, Joe Madden has fallen out of favor with Theo Epstein, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's odd because Madden has made comments like, "Oh, I don't, you know, know how to manage millennials anymore. I got to read like a book on it." But like, I don't know if that's just lip service and he's just saying some bullshit to like uh, for, for a soundbite. But I thought Madden was like the the hip. Uh, yeah. guy. Yeah, that's his whole thing. Is yeah. like he was. He's like, yeah, he listens to rock and roll, and like he he's got like the the nerd glasses, and like he's like dyeing his hair and stuff. And yeah, that that was his mo. I don't know what happened, uh, but like and like and now he's like saying like they they were like talking to him the other day, and he's like, yeah, I'm having fun. Like it's it's just fun. It's like you you sound ridiculous. Like why like it sounds so it's so hollow and so like transparent like yeah i'm yeah, i'm having fun i don't know what everyone else is talking about well the the team is collapsing like or like the team is crumbled like around you like and and you can say whatever you want but it's like it it, it makes no sense like what it it just doesn't add up like even if you are having fun don't say that and like and two, you're not. You're like you're you're just covering for the fact that you're you're you've lost control of the team yeah um it's a it's a cliche in sports yeah. to say the manager lost the team that the coach lost the team but it, it it feels like he's lost the team or the team has lost something because uh, based on what I've watched in the in the games I've seen they just they they're not playing with the same swagger that uh, they played with the last few years like you know I mean admit it, they well I mean just coming from an outside perspective uh, you know they were uh, they would kind of puff out their chests they they were uh, you know they make great defensive plays which didn't happen on Monday yeah um yeah it it, it, it was it's just like uh, there's no uh, there, there's no swagger to the team it, it seems to me like they're playing like they knew they were not going to be good this year or something. yeah. Yeah, and like, and the offense is the offense. I don't think is necessarily like a red flag right now, but like, it's like CJ Edwards today. Like, so it was raining in this game, so mm-hmm. we're recording this on Thursday night, right? And yeah. so it's the game that they're like, yeah, that they just Darvish started. Um, and CJ Edwards came in. It was raining, like he was having trouble like holding the ball. And it's like he looked. It looked like he looked in the mount when he gave up. Like, uh, he gave up a. I don't remember what run he gave up, but he gave up some runs. And he just looked into the dugout and he was like, "Yeah, you know, you got. Can you take me out now?" It's like he just like looks defeated. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, people were saying that the bullpen was not was looking pretty bad going into the year, and I thought that if things worked out, like maybe it would be okay. But like, uh, it's like it's almost like. Because you cannot rely on like uh, relief pitchers like from year to year. It seems it almost seems like if a relief pitcher has a good year one year, you should count on them having a bad year the next year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so hard to like maintain like uh, uh, dependability like yep. like from relief pitchers and like I mean hopefully Cshek isn't like also done, but like I don't know. I, it's 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 troubling mm-hmm. to say the least mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know. I, I was saying, like, I think that they should have, like, maybe put Chatwood in as a closer. Like, Chatwood closed one game in, in the spring or something. It's like, I think that the bullpen is broken as long as Strope is not in the eighth inning. Mm-hmm. And I know that Strope was injured at the end of spring training, so that kind of maybe screwed things up. But, like, and, and obviously Morrow should be closing, but Morrow, his neck hurts or something, so he can't pitch or what. I don't know what the hell. Like, that's that was a... A, like chasing a dream like trying to uh, like think that he was going to stay healthy but like i feel like the bullpen is, is so much better if strope is in the eighth inning and then you can fill you can figure out your sixth and your seventh beyond that mm-hmm. but without a closer it's like hey you know it's not like Kate, craig kimbrell was available to, to be signed and still available yeah but like you know maybe sign him but uh i you know i, th- I think the money's going to uh 
the uh, the, the Trump re-election fund or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, Jack, I'm thinking about jumping on the Trump 2020 bandwagon because the Cubs are seem to be more committed to that than than improving the team. Yeah. So maybe I just jump on the winning uh, bandwagon or something. Well, Jeremy, some of that money went to David Bodie though. <laughs> I cannot explain the David Bodie signing. Where was this? It's almost like... Listen, I buy, I, I, I'm involved in, in the game of eBay and buying cards. And sometimes you'll make an offer on a card because you can do best offer. Sometimes you'll make an offer and you're like, no, they're never going to take this. And then they accept it. And then you're like, oh, shit, now I have to pay $8 for, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, some bums like uh, rookie card or yeah. something. Uh, it's almost like they're like, uh, yeah, well, you know, maybe he'll uh, take this contract and like he did or like maybe we'll make this offer and then like he just signed it or like yeah. maybe there was like a contract laying around with his name on it as like a, a mock-up and then he just signed it and like oh shit now we have to announce this to the press <laughs> or something i don't know it's a mess i i don't understand what i don't understand is it, it. what is it five years 15 million or is it three years 15 million i know he got 15 million i just was can't it 15 re- yeah i think okay. he got 15 million i just can't remember if it's for three or five i wasn't gonna say it was five i yeah. thought it was 25 million. oh maybe it was 25 million i could be mistaken yeah well um my goodness though he got uh, well i mean hey he's set for life you know he yeah. probably never thought he like last year at this time he probably didn't even never know if he was going to make the major leagues yeah yeah exactly yeah he was like toiling i think he was maybe in the arizona fall league like uh the after the 17 season or yeah. whatever and like I, I don't know I don't get it I mean that should be chump change to them yeah. but for a team who was like who couldn't afford to sign uh, like anybody besides Daniel Descalso in the offseason it seems like why are you throwing money at David Bodie right now yeah yeah uh, Jeremy nobody's ever made more money off of a single home run than yeah. David Bodie made off that Scherzer homer yeah exactly walked off. That's, yeah exactly yeah. Um, uh, Madsen Oh, it was Madsen. Oh, Scherzer yeah. started the game. Yeah, it was a very memorable game. Um, like uh, the only thing I was thinking like is like maybe like if he can prove himself, like he's gonna have like a nice contract in case someone wants to trade for yes, him. Yes, I was gonna say he'd he'd have good trade value because it's a pretty club friendly contract considering. Um, yeah, yeah. But I th- also think they could have traded him with that contract that he like had. They had club control over him. I think yeah, they just bought I, out his RBs. It just doesn't make sense. I no. don't know. But no. Anyway, what I really wanted to talk about was the pitching coach for the Cubs. This Tommy Hadavi. Tommy Hadavi. Okay. Okay. First first of all, like when they so uh Jim Hickey was it Jim Hickey? Jim yeah. Hickey, yeah. He left the team for personal reasons or whatever. I'm not sure what it was up Under with that. mysterious circumstances because he was like Joe Madden's best friend. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what happened He with left that. the team. And so like the Cubs seemed like they were scrambling a little bit to find yeah. a pitching coach. And they promoted from within. And they, they signed this. They, they promoted Tommy Hadovy, who was like a former pitcher who like never really made it in the majors, uh, which maybe is a red flag. Who knows? Um but uh, he was like their run prevention coach or something, yeah. like some weird title. Uh-huh. I almost I thought he was like their mental skills coach or whatever, but that's yeah. a different thing. But they say like he's like he combines like you know gut feeling and like analytics or whatever. But it's like this guy might be the biggest clown in Chicago sports since uh, Mark Trestman. Do tell. I just think that this guy like. I'm not so cons- I'm not so sure that this guy is just a complete moron who did nothing for the for the pitching staff. Yeah. Case in point, CJ Edwards, Carl Edwards, who we talked about, clearly the guy had issues with control last year. Mm-hmm. Here's what I would have said to him: throw the ball in the strike zone and yeah. let your let your defense make plays behind you. Mm-hmm. Because that was his whole thing: is he he won't throw the ball in the strike zone. No. So he was relying on people chasing his pitches and uh, and striking out. And, or hitting, you know, bad plays and balls in contact. So, and he he couldn't like he just couldn't throw strikes. So eventually, teams just stopped swinging and they were walking, uh, which is the right approach. And so it's like, okay, let's take the off season, let's readdress your approach, and let's fix you. And so what do what? And I assume he worked with Hadavi in the off season. So what do they come up with? They come up with a new uh, wind up that's illegal. <laughs> like, did you see any of that? No, I didn't, Jeremy. So he he um he had been doing this in spring training, and I guess they talked to an umpire, and they said that it was like legal. Yeah. But he was trying to uh, emulate uh, Kenley Jansen's like okay. toe tap yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And on like the opening day or whatever, whenever CJ Edwards pitched the first time, Chris Woodward, the uh, manager of the Rangers, was like complaining 
to the umpire uh, saying like that's illegal because and it does it didn't look right and like and I'm not a pitching coach um, but like you, it it just didn't look right. He would wind up he'd tap his toe against the the ground and then he'd like redo his wind up and like not only is it illegal but how is that good for his like mechanics yeah and. He had all some all winter to work on this with the new pitching coach, and or at least all spring. And so like so the pitching coach watched him do this, and he was like, "Yeah, pretty good." Mm-hmm. Like, and then the first day of the season, they're like, "It's illegal. You can't do it." So now he's back to square. He's one. back to square one. And it's like, did they do anything to this guy in the off season? Like he he is broken, yep. and he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He doesn't know where the frig the ball is going. And it's like he he's blowing games for the Cubs, and it's like get him out of there. Yeah. The problem is they got no one better. They got Tyler Chadwood. Yeah. Who also doesn't know where the ball is fucking going. No. And then I mean, you Darvish, his first time out, he walks seven guys in two and two thirds innings. They said that like oh they were watching between uh, starts and he was opening his hip up or like his pelvis up or something and messing up his pitches. Well, it didn't. I mean, they. They didn't do anything. I didn't get to see the beginning of the the game, but he walked four or something and, and struck out two. Yeah, or it was like he he uh, struck out two. He walked the bases load and he struck out another guy. He did so that he, tonight? Yeah, uh, no, not, not tonight. No, okay. I'm sorry, that was his first game. Yeah, but he yeah, threw yeah. like 35 pitches in the, in the first, first inning. inning yeah. Tonight, I missed the first inning of the game, he, so I didn't. He see it. walked like four guys and struck out two or something. Did like he that. really? And he came out after like. Uh, I don't know how many guys he walked. But okay. he, he he walked several. He walked more than he struck out, and he came out in the fifth inning. And this so. is a guy they're paying like a you know twenty plus million dollars yeah. a year. Yeah, he's the guy who like is is uh, you know enjoying Bryce Harper's money in his bank account right now. Yeah, that money should have gone to Bryce Harper. <laughs> um, now, last year when they signed Darvish, they uh, said, "Don't worry, we'll still be able to afford Harper." And then I guess all that money went to some Trump super PAC for 2020. <laughs> so anyway, which reinstates my reason why I'm I'm fully Trump 2020. So all right, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, so yeah, so the 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 whole thing is just I don't I don't get it. It it, it I it's a mess. Like I don't know. I, I I don't know what to do. I think I think Randy Rosario has some uh, redeeming qualities. I think Mike Montgomery does. Brad Brock uh, has a weird windup, but like, and he he also couldn't find the strike zone. Yeah, so it's like, and and as much as I want to blame Madden for like making bad moves, it's like, what is Hadavi doing with these guys? Is he doing anything at all? Because they look like a bunch of little leaguers out there, like who don't, have no vision or no uh, direction. Well, and and Jeremy, the the I don't know, it, I haven't. I don't know if I've seen this Hadabi guy yet, but yeah. is he a real young guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, He's like so 37 they, sh- they showed, uh, yeah, okay, so they showed him on TV, and that was him. Well, yeah. it's him and uh, the hitting coach is young too, right? He's like a real young yeah, guy, isn't he? Relatively, so, yeah. So I mean, you know, th- I, that was obviously their strategy was to go with like younger guys who could work with like Rizzo and Bryant and well, all the pitchers. But yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess so. I think it seems to me like they like they like found out that Jim Hickey was like leaving, and then they're like. They like just couldn't be bothered to search for another pitching coach or something, and mm-hmm. they just promoted this guy. And it's like, yeah, if he if he becomes like, if he's good, then like they're like, oh, they're geniuses. They they hired this young whiz kid or whatever. But this guy's a clown. And and I should say like uh, when I com- compare him to Mark Trustman from the Bears, if people are not familiar, like he was the Bears head coach for uh, you know I don't know twenty eleven to twenty fifteen or something like that. I don't know. Um, and he was a complete joke. He was like a nerd. He looked like a fucking nerd. And I'm a nerd, but I shouldn't be coaching the the fucking Bears. Yep. And like he he just he was like a pencil neck geek. And like and he was like he was supposed to be like a smart guy. Well, he, he was, was like, like a, a, a god in Canadian football. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like he won the the CFL trophy. It's like that doesn't mean that you should be coaching in the National Football League. No. Um, but he was like uh, an offensive genius too and stuff. And it's like. He was a complete joke. We never saw any of that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not at all. And so, like, this, you know, Hadavi could be, like, baseball trustman. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's bad. And uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm going out on a limb here because no one else has started criticizing this guy yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'll take, I'll, I'll head that, that campaign up. Yeah, you know? yeah. So anyway, it's, it's, I don't know what's going on. Every day of this season so far there's been a new stupid absurd way for the cubs to lose a game yeah 
I mean, and, what was it? Six errors on Monday. Yeah. Uh, walking three guys. Edwards blowing up tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and and not to mention the other two games that they blew against mm-hmm. the Rangers. Yeah. F- with the bullpen. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, so so yeah so they're they're <laughs> they're heading up to Milwaukee to 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 face a team who like uh, pretty much humiliated them last year. Yeah. Um. And uh, a team that plays great in their home park. Yeah. Yeah. So they're either gonna like somehow somehow rebound uh heading into like the home opener on uh, April 8th or they're going to just get even more buried. Yeah, the Jeremy they say you can't win a pennant in April but you can lose one. Um yeah. so they better be careful not to bury themselves too much. Yeah. So who who the hell knows? Are you going that? to opening day? I am. Yes, yes. Nice. I so think, always do. You always do it. Yeah. Like. I I want to say that I've been going since 2003. Okay. We went to one. I think it was 2013, I want to say. You and I went to one. Okay. Um, yeah. I remember Jim Henderson closed that one out for the Brewers. Oh, God. So that was uh yeah, that was a very narrow uh window of time that that would have been happening. Yeah. So, yeah, Martin <laughs> Maldonado started at first base for the Brewers in that game, I think. Oh my god. Yeah, it was uh that was not a, a great Brewers team by any stretch. Yeah. Yeah. So or a great Cubs team either. I think the Cubs lost like 100 games that year. Yeah. But um uh, who are they playing Jeremy on opening day? The Pirates. The Pirates. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, the Pirates uh, I tweeted about this, but while we're on the subject of the Pirates, uh Starling Marte, Jung Ho Gung, Francisco Cervelli, uh they got another steroids guy. Oh my goodness. Like yeah, good guys. Yeah, good guys. Especially, yeah, Jung Ho Gung is a, a you know, that, that's a, a, a twofer right there. Yeah, you know? exactly. He's also a, a convict. Yes. And I, and I realize that I'm talking about, I'm a fan of a team with uh, Addison Russell uh, coming back at shortstop, but uh-huh. uh, but I got to call him, when, call him uh, when I see him. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I would say, you know, I was looking around the league and uh, the the Astros are two and five. So yeah. maybe that's. Uh, uh, Boston uh, is two and six. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's a slight uh, uh, consolation for Cubs fans. It's like these teams started off bad. But I was just thinking, like, could this team beat, like, I don't even think this team could beat the Mets right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anyway, that's that's the Cubs. Well, uh, Jeremy, the Brewers are doing pretty well. The Brewers they're, are, they're yeah. They're 6-1. and one. Yeah, um, they are. My main issue, Kirsten Yelich was on pace for 162 homers <laughs> at one point. He had yeah. four and four games. Uh, actually, he hasn't gone uh, a home game without homering. Really? So, okay. yeah, because they played that four-game set against St. Louis, and he okay. homered in every one of those games. I gotta wonder what the what Marlins fans think of of this Christian Yelich like uh, coming out party basically. Yeah, it's like he was good with the Marlins, but like he, I don't think anyone foresaw this kind of like power from him. No, I, I don't know if it's it, and I don't think it's just Miller Park. He's he's just got a sweet swing. Um, yeah, and he's one of those guys like uh, I mean I guess Griffey, where like he's not he's not like built. No. I mean he's fit and he's in good shape, but he's kind of a skinny guy. Yeah, he's just got a really nice build for like a power hitter. He's really lanky. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, uh, he's he's fun to watch, especially in Miller Park. He could hit he could hit 40, 45 home runs this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if he's if he's if he's um, on track like he was at the end of last year, uh, yeah, he's... he was he was the best player out of those three outfielders for the Marlins. He, I think, he was the best one uh, that the Brewers got him. I mean, Ozuna's good, and uh, Stanton is just what he is. Uh, yeah, a power hitter. But yeah, Yelich is just the complete package. Yeah, the Brewers lucked out. Yeah, no, for sure. I remember when they made that trade, Jack. I was like, uh, I was I was jealous that the the Brewers got him uh, because. I, I I was always a fan of his. Yeah. And uh, but I didn't even think he would be this good. No. Was, uh, and they, the Brewers got him for nothing too. I mean, they got him for Lewis Brinson and yeah. uh, maybe Asan Diaz. But yeah. yeah, they got him for nothing. So they lucked out, you know. Yeah. Um, luckily, Derek Jeter was uh, on the phone for that one. Because, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe they wouldn't have been a little fleece a real G- GM. Right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. um, I do I do fear. With the Brewers, though, that uh, they're leaning on Josh Hader too much. Yeah, that would be my one thing. Like my caveat to, to a Brewers fans is, um, I, I mean, yeah, you, you, I just I feel like this guy is like being ridden super hard. Oh, this year especially, yeah. yeah. He's already pitched like I think he's already appeared in four or five games. He's I know he's got four saves already. Yeah. Um, he didn't he didn't pitch. Uh, uh, actually, you know who got the save in the last game was Alex Wilson. Yeah, I saw that. What the? How the hell did he end up on the Brewers? No, I don't know because we were just talking about Alex Wilson, right? <laughs> and was he was did he, uh, did he come up? 
you know, yeah, Maybe. I think I think he came up in the uh, uh, he was a, a non roster invitee for, oh. for somebody, but I don't know if it was the Brewers. Okay, so like, I have no idea how he ended up on the Brewers. I was very yeah. surprised. The rest of their bullpen is not impressive. It's like you know they have like Junior Guerra, Chase yeah. Anderson, uh, I think Albers is in there, and yeah. uh, Taylor Williams, Fat uh, Albers, yeah, Fat Albers, Jacob yeah. Barnes. So like yeah. you know you take uh, you take Jeffress and Knable, who's not going to pitch this year out of the mix yeah. and like man that they're just they can't expect hater to just give up no runs the whole year yeah yeah so it, it's worked out so far but uh i feel like uh you know they're they're gonna hopefully they're they're gonna bend a lot but hopefully they just don't break so because if hater if hater gets hurt like that would just be devastating that, for them. that would be pretty bad yeah um, but hey, you know yeah. it's it's not like uh, it's not like Craig Kimbrell is is unavailable. You know, <laughs> yeah. There's thirty there's thirty teams in baseball who could say that. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that guy. Are but, him uh, are, are are him and Keuchel both still not playing? Yeah. Keuchel hasn't signed with anybody either. Yeah. No. That he doesn't hasn't. make any sense to me. No, it doesn't. Um, guys never used to do that. They never used no. to just they never used to just sit out. If they were perfectly healthy and able-bodied, yeah, and they could play, I liked. I liked that uh, that we talked about this. I think on the last podcast, but Kimbrel said like, "I'm prepared to sit out this year if I don't get paid what I want." And then like a day later, his agent was like, "No, no, no, yeah. that was taken out of context." <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like, uh, I, yeah, I, hey, hold on, hey, 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 Craig, I want to get paid too. Yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, what what would it take? Like one year? Would you like eighteen million or yeah, something? Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, like Grandal money, maybe more than that. It, like maybe like so? one year, twenty million 20? or okay. something, which would be absurd for a reliever. It would, but um, I mean, like, I mean, I would be completely happy if the Cubs did that. Yep, I'm sure you would be if the if the Brewers. Did. Oh yeah. Like, um. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. I mean, is I one know. year of Craig Kimbrell? Uh, better than five years of David Bodie. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if your window is now, then yeah, for yes. sure. Yes, and their window is now, Jeremy. That's yeah. what I was one point I was going to make about the Cubs is you know it, it would be understandable if they were struggling if this was like 2015 yeah. when they you know they hadn't uh, been established yet. But like this is one of the years that they have to like win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't get it. Or if they were like the Orioles and like David Bodie could be arguably marketed as the face of the franchise, <laughs> you know, but uh, I just, it does makes no sense. It's like, you know, it's like your, your house is on fire and then you like get a new doorknob or something. It's yeah. Like, hey, check out this new doorknob. It's like, yeah, yeah, not right now, man. You got to put this fire out. Anyway. You know, Jeremy... Uh, speaking of the Orioles, they're doing they're over 500 right now. They're four and three. Yeah, uh, I looked at their opening day lineup and I knew like Ooh. Trey Mancini yeah. and Chris Davis and uh, uh, I think Andrew Kashner started their opening day. Yeah, and like that was it, man. They had no. Cedric Mullins Cedric was Mullins, their leadoff yeah. hitter. Yeah. Like that's a great name for a baseball player. He's like their um, their featured rookie in like tops baseball cards this year. Oh yeah, like, really? Like, yeah, I I got a Cedric Mullins autograph card. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, but yeah, yeah. The, they, I mean, they won that opening series from the Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was probably two games to one, maybe. Or did they? They didn't sweep them, I think. But so like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're 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 surprisingly doing well. Well, and the Yankees are all all injured now. Stanton is uh, injured. Is Stanton uh, injured? Yeah, too? so he went on the. I think he went on the ten day DL. Tulo yeah. went on the DL today. Did Tulo go on the DL? Yeah, today? he did. Um, uh, Andujar's out for the year, probably. Yeah, th- I think they were saying maybe, maybe not. They're going to try to avoid surgery, but yeah. he's got like a tear in his like labrum or yeah. something, which is bad. And, and like, how, how is Troy Tulowitzki going to go on the DL again in yeah. like the first ye- week of the season? Yeah, yeah. It's like he that was on his Google calendar. <laughs> go on DL. <laughs> so, um, so he he just you know clicked clicked accept on that uh, event invite. Yeah, right. But uh, r- real quick to get back to the uh, uh, Milwaukee Brewers yes. bullpen, Barnes, Barnes. That's uh, is that, that's a uh, uh, platoon. Oh, is it platoon? Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know if he actually. I don't know how he says it. But who, like, who is that? Tom Berenger. Who uh, says Barnes that? is. Um, yeah, I. Wait, who did you it's, say? Yeah, because uh, because uh, Tom Berenger is in yes, platoon, he's, right? He's Barnes. I oh, believe. he's Barnes. Okay, or is Defoe Barnes? I don't. know. I don't know. Is he the guy that that is Berenger? Berenger's the one that says, "What do you all know about death?" I think that's <laughs> I think that's from that movie, Platoon. Yeah, uh, I just know that they because uh, I want to say that because because Defoe gets fragged. 
at the end. He oh. gets fragged by uh, Behringer. Okay, okay, um, yeah. So I almost want to say that he's Barnes, but I can't uh, remember now. Platoon, Apocalypse Now, and Full Metal Jacket. I like Full Metal Jacket the best. Uh, but, um, yeah, Jeremy, the uh, the White Sox uh, home opener was supposed to be today. Yeah. But it just, it got, uh, you know, I, get, I last year it snowed and they still played. So this True. year they just, uh, they they, just can't, postponed they it. They postponed it yesterday. Did like, they? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was postponed like yesterday afternoon. Here's the thing: uh, for most of the afternoon today, I mean, I was working, but like, it didn't really look like it was raining that much. Uh, um, yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. I didn't really. Yeah, the weather was crappy. I was trying to think about it. Like, if I had tickets, like, uh, would I have been happier that they postponed it yesterday mm-hmm. or annoyed? Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. What Jeremy, when when you uh, when you go to opening day, yeah. so so next week is it Monday? The Cubs are playing, and then they have an off day Tuesday. Correct. That's okay, correct. so do you kind of plan for the eventual like the that that the game might get canceled? Like in the event it gets canceled, do you take off Tuesday as well? Or the answer to that is no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And which this happened last year. Okay, I'm sure you've thought about this. Yeah, it sucks. It's uh-huh. like the, it's a doomsday scenario because like I I actually like. So I, I uh, yeah, I teach a class, uh, uh-huh. full disclosure, a video class on Monday, and I, I took a personal day, which means that class is canceled that day. Okay. Um, and I can't can can cancel it two days in a row. Right. So, um, theoretically, it works out like if 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 I had to go to the game at one twenty, I have to be downtown at five. So, right. um, you know, there's some uh, threading the needle there, but. Uh, um, that's what happened last year. I had to like leave the game. I don't even know. I might have even left opening day early last year because I had to get to to work. Uh-huh. So it's not pretty, especially yep. when you took the day off before. Right. But uh, let's hope that doesn't happen. The forecast looks okay right now. Okay. So okay. Good. We'll see. Good. Yeah. Good. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, by the way, Tom Berenger is Barnes. Ah, he is Barnes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, looking around the league too, I, I got to speak about uh, Pete Alonso. Right oh now. yeah, yeah, Jeremy. We talked about him uh, last week in our like mini uh, drop-in episode. You've been talking about him for a while, at yeah. least about a year. Yeah, I have. I saw him uh, in a spring training game uh, last year in 2018, um, and uh, I had seen the name before, but I saw him and like he was just a huge dude, almost like uh, I feel like back then when I looked at him, like he almost seemed like like Aguilar size. Like yeah. he, he's not that big, but like he's a big guy. And uh, seemingly, he's everything that Tim Tebow wishes he was. Uh-huh. Like, just like a big guy who can like uh, hit for power, and he hits for average okay, and uh, gets on base. Um, so I, I've been following him, and uh, coincidentally, I also got into like back into baseball card collecting, which I've talked about. Um, so I was like buying up like they call it prospecting. I was prospecting Pete Alonso, and I bought up a bunch of his autographed cards. I gotta say, Jack, I was telling you before the uh, the re- recording here, I'm, I'm making a small fortune flipping uh, Pete Alonso autographed rookie cards. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's like I was super stoked to see that he made the team. I think it's cool that we talked about this uh, last week, but. I think it's cool that these teams are are actually like promoting their these guys yeah. on opening day. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's refreshing, um, and it's just cool to be able to see them this much sooner or whatever. Because still, like, it would still be another two two and a half weeks before these guys would have gotten called yeah, up. Yeah, Tatis Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who just hit his first home run a couple days ago? Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I agree. Eloy, I think it's Eloy. Is it Eloy, Eloy not Eloy? Uh, I've heard people say Eloy, but then I heard um, uh, Benetti call him uh, Eloy. Okay. Okay. So I don't know, but uh, he uh, he's 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 getting there. He hasn't hit a homer yet, but yeah. uh, and Alonso just hit his first one too. And Alonso was hitting like. Over 400 going into today, and he's had to face like the the Nationals uh, five times now. I think maybe maybe four times. He's he faced Strasburg and Scherzer, and uh, he had to face Strasburg again today. So um, yeah, he hasn't had like a super easy ride uh, with pitching matchups, mm-hmm. but he's looking pretty good. So and the Mets are actually looking good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Um, actually, uh, I think Syndergaard. Th- there was a the little bit of drama. I don't know if you read about this, but like they were playing a series in Miami and they had to fly home for their home opener. And the, the Miami game was a night game, and, and their home opener was the next day. It was at one p.m. Uh-huh. So then, like they they drug tested the Mets after that last Miami game. Oh, really? And then like one of the guys on the Mets that they drug tested like didn't have to pee, so like he drank water. And, like, it took them, like, an hour for him to, like, be able to pee or something. Really? And so then their flight was delayed, 
And so Noah Syndergaard, who had to pitch opening day, was like, oh, well, you know, the why did the Mets have to schedule there? Like, he was upset about it. But it's like they flew him ahead to New York anyway before that, you know, before that Marlins game, just like the Cubs flew Quintana to Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, and so it's like, you know, what what the... First of all, this had nothing to do with you. But, yeah. like, I, I mean... Uh, and that guy too. It's like how much pee do they need that it took <laughs> that it took him an hour to pee and That's like it delayed it delayed the whole flight. Jeremy, we've talked about you know our <laughs> our travails in the White Sox bathroom with like you know being yeah. like a nervous peer. I guess yeah, this, sure. Maybe, you know, shy. Yeah, maybe this guy was that. To, you know, he's got twenty five guys plus the whole role, traveling crew it, like waiting for him to pee. Yeah. Speaking of like nerds, it's almost like it's funny to think about like a guy like. Yeah, it's like it's like someone's in the bathroom. Like if you go to a bar or something, and then someone like knocks on the door and it's like, ah, I can't pee now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, did that happen? Did they say who it was? Ah, uh, yes, they did. I, I I was reading the article oh, before Jeremy. It's uh, I'll have to, you know, I'll have to. I'll have to if get you it Google here, but... it, I'll tell. I, I've over the years, I've I've gotten rid of my my pee shyness. Let's yes. let's, let's share this with the listeners. Oh, okay, you know? okay, yeah. So I got a little trick, Jack, and maybe okay. this is maybe this somehow coincides with the fact that you're at a bar and maybe you've had a couple things to drink. But one of the things that I've found that helps me pee uh-huh. if I'm at like a urinal and there's people around me it's I'll imagine a little leprechaun man come out of the wall uh-huh. and like encourage me to pee oh and it's okay like, come on Jeremy you can do it you can do it Jack, wow. you're looking at me like I'm fucking nuts. Well, Jeremy, I, if I have if I'm having trouble taking a, a, a dump, I, I play the six degrees of Kevin Bacon in my head. So we, <laughs> we've all we've all got uh, we've all got things that we do. I'll say Richard Burton was in such and such a movie with such and such, and I guys get distracted, and then uh, and I can go. Okay. Some of the time. Right. So hey, we you know I just uh, I didn't want you to feel alone. Like all right, cool, It cool. was Dominic Smith. Oh uh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Who struggled to produce, as uh, the CBS Sports article uh, put it. Much like he struggled to produce in previous years but that's on the diamond i guess um that's interesting dominic smith like and and pete alonzo were competing for the first base job uh-huh. uh dominic smith was like he should have been pete alonzo like two years ago but he just hasn't done he hasn't like produced basically like you know and um it's kind of cool they both made the uh the team this year like they both had good springs dominic smith got in into good shape this year and uh, uh, when Alonzo hit his first homer, like Dominic Smith was like the first one to like congrats. Like he was going nuts for Alonzo, and it was just kind of cool to see. Nice two guys who were like potentially uh, competing against each other, like supporting each other. I thought it was a nice thing to see. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, you know, Jeremy. So uh, I was out with a couple of uh, buddies who also like baseball a couple of nights ago, and uh, it, it came up that like the odds. Uh, we were talking about Vegas gave some odds okay. uh, for yeah. the pitchers who were most likely to uh, lead the league in wins. Okay. And so it was like, uh, for instance, uh, Verlander, Justin Verlander is uh, it's like eight to one odds for him to to lead the league and wins. So like, okay. what is a what is a good bet? So we we made a we made a friendly uh, bet with each other. Like we were like, okay, well uh, we'll do like one dollar on that. So like uh, I picked two guys who were twenty five to one. Uh, to and and then I would get twenty five bucks from both of these friends. They're giving if, you the odds, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they if they won, right? So I would I would get fifty dollars. And my two guys were uh, Walker Bueller and mm. Blake Snell. Uh, oh, so really, Snell, Snell was twenty five. I to think one. Snell was like twenty five to one. Coming off yeah. the World Series or the, the Cy World Series, Young, Cy Young. and uh, being on a pretty good team in the Rays. Yeah. Uh, so Snellzilla. yeah. Yeah, so I, uh, but the thing is, like, these two guys, um, uh, I, like, one of my friends bet on, like, Clayton Kershaw, and I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to tell him that Kershaw was hurt. So that was kind of a clown <laughs> yeah, okay. move on my well, part. Hey, you know, you got to get the advantage whenever you can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just, I just shut my mouth, right? Sure. So, uh, Verlander is actually a pretty good bet. I, I can't remember if one of my friends bet on him. We each got to take two guys. Okay. Uh, but, you know, you figure on a good, well, the Astros are doing poorly like you yeah, said yeah. Uh, st- to start but you know yeah. that's a, a good offense uh, you figure a guy like that could rack up a lot of wins you know a completely meaningless stat at this point as far as for what people look at pitchers you sure know? but uh <clears throat> I, I was going to say about walker bueller is that i read a, a dumb thing because uh, i was reading about kershaw's injury and how they were going to have him throw a, a a rehab a minor league game so like they were saying that like kershaw threw a simulated game and then Walker Bueller threw a simulated game like the day before the season. And then like Dave Roberts was like, this was a great day for the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's like, what? Well, I mean, that's a little that's a little strong, isn't it? Like two guys threw like a simulated game where like Jock Peterson and, uh, you know, uh, 
Max Muncie like batted against these yeah. men, and you know you're saying that it was a great day for the Los Angeles. Like, no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, um, no, that's that's absurd, and that's yeah. like that talk about like you know kindergartners. Like, it's like this is a great day. Like, Jock Peterson managed not to soil himself. Like, which <laughs> like seems he seems like the kind of guy who might do that. You know, yeah, because he forgot where the bathroom was or something. But uh, yeah, that's pretty. That's that's weird uh, that he said that. Um, I like Walker Bueller though. Yeah, so. I, I yeah I like that 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 pick yes. for sure. Uh-huh. Um, that could be a good one. Um, I would just to take it back to Syndergaard really quick. Is Syndergaard now like a professional complainer? Because, yeah, right. Like, that's he. That's like the third thing now that he's complained about. Like since like mid March, like mid March, uh-huh. like he complained about the the Mets having to go to play the Syracuse baseball team or whatever. Which then they got like delayed going there because of a storm or something. He was complaining about the Mets not um, signing uh, Degrom to an extension, and now he's complaining about this. Like <laughs> this guy needs to like. By the way, also too today he was like pitching with his hair, hair in a ponytail. Yeah, he has his hair in a ponytail in this uh, picture. Yeah, and it was like yeah. all like it was like a shitty ponytail. Like it's like I don't know. It's like you know whatever. If you. The guy, a guy isn't gonna put as much like uh, care into his hair, although he seems pretty damn like proud of his hair. Yeah, and how many baseball players even wear ponytails? It's like you either have long hair yeah. or short hair, but they never. My like, Sean Sean Rodriguez wears a man bun, but yeah. that's not really the same thing. No, and like, but the ponytail was like to the side. It was all like all like fucked up. It almost it was almost like like someone pony like like tied it up on his way out to throw the first pitch or something. Like <laughs> it was just a mess and like. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he thinks he's a pretty cool dude, but uh, it's it's silly. I, I think the guy needs to like worry about um, you know just staying winning. healthy and, yeah. and winning. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but uh, but I don't know. The Mets might you know they might capture lightning in a bottle this year. They 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 might have a good uh, mixture of guys. Who knows? Yeah, you know, Jeremy, your uh, your sleeper pick, the uh, Minnesota Twins, are doing pretty well too. Yeah, and you know, after I said that, I, I heard other like like sports writers saying like calling, kind of picking them, and like so I was like, it, it made it a little less sweet for me. Like I wasn't going on as much of a limb because like Tim Kirkjian also likes the Twins or something. Sure, but but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, there yeah, if things can work out, I don't think Marwin Gonzalez is hitting for them. Like he's like not like doing well so mm-hmm. not that he's going to carry the team or anything but like <laughs> he's one of the pieces of the puzzle and no, nor has uh, Tyler Austin who I was calling was going to have a breakout year he's yeah. he's had like one at bat or something so mm-hmm. they're they're doing well but uh, not because of the things that I thought about necessarily but we'll see how they end up sure and and with with Cleveland like kind of uh, having injuries and stuff you know who's doing actually kind of okay is y- Yandy Diaz he's on he was on Cleveland now he's on the uh the um uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a guy who like was just like he was just a guy like a backup like utility guy for the Indians, and he was part of like that three way trade where the uh, Rays traded away Jake Bowers, which I was surprised of because I thought he was like a promising rookie, and they got this Yandy Yandy Diaz was like the the centerpiece for the trade for them, mm-hmm. and he's like he's he's off to a pretty good start. Yeah, and so like I think and he kind of looks. I hadn't actually seen him, but he looks. Like he's got a good build uh, for a uh, for a player, so I, I think he might have a good year this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, so yeah, they're they're definitely uh, surprising. The White Sox, uh, I guess they're not playing as bad as poorly as maybe you would have thought they were. Their bullpen's blowing some games, but it mm-hmm. seems like uh, uh, Moncada is finally coming around. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting. Ricky is uh, rocking his goatee. Have you seen it? Yeah, I seen? did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that's looking. I wonder how that's going to play in the uh, Bruin with Ricky. Uh... I was going. <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah. Um, Man, I cannot wait <laughs> to get out to the White Sox game no, this year. No. No. Uh, so Jeremy. Um, so our first game, as we mentioned, this is scheduled for uh, I think April nineteenth, a Friday. Um, uh, a Cubs game. Well, we're going to go to a White Sox game too. Hopefully earlier that week. Weather, yeah. weather, weather, and uh, Eloy Jimenez, Eloy Jimenez health. Uh, permitting, <laughs> yeah, right. But um, maybe uh, he can hold out for his first homer until then. Yeah, that would be cool. That, that would be cool. cool. Um, so, uh, but but Jeremy, have you have you timed it out? Where like have you looked at the Diamondbacks uh, pitching? Where would, do you think we're going to see Granky pitch? Not yet. Not okay. yet. I don't know. That Probably would be too early. Cool. Too yeah. early to tell, right? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. This far out. Okay. Okay. Because um, what are the other options? Robbie Ray's there, right? Yeah. 
Uh, I don't even know who else is starting <laughs> no, for them man. right now because yeah. Taiwan Walker is injured. Yeah, I think yeah. I believe he is. Uh huh. So I don't know, but yeah, Greg Greg hit two homers yesterday. He did. He had two home runs yesterday. Jesus. Belted two home runs. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It is. It is. Did Degrom hit one the other day too? Yes, he did. Degrom hit one in Miami. Yeah, so yeah, crazy. Pit, hashtag pitchers who rake. I think <laughs> they, um, you know, I think they found out like there's so many people who don't want pitchers to hit anymore. It's like the pitchers are revolting and being like, no, no, we can hit. That would be nice if they yeah. could save the. Uh, yeah, the, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe a good offensive season from the pitchers could save, uh, could save that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. not not unheard of. Yeah. So, um, speaking of home runs, uh, Victor Robles hit a homer today uh, off of uh, Syndergaard. Okay. Um, in the Nationals. I think it was off of Syndergaard uh, in the Nationals uh, Mets game. And uh, so, like, and we can talk about Bryce Harper here in a second, but, uh, you know, they talk about, like, well, the Nationals will be fine without Bryce Harper. Um, and, you know, they cite, like, Juan Soto, but, like, I'm excited to see what Victor Robles does this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be his um, coming out party. Syndergaard was probably like, oh, they didn't, you know, they didn't give me a scouting report on this guy i didn't know what to throw him yeah exactly um uh yeah i uh no that that that'll be interesting jeremy um you know harper's got what he's at least got a couple home runs for the phillies yeah now, right yeah um yeah i but, but i think I, I never thought he was really irreplaceable with the nationals um, no i mean it's he he really is just a lot of uh uh, uh he's like high maintenance he's yep. he's just a lot of fuss and it's like i could see a team being okay with losing him because yeah. it's like that's it's one headache out of the picture. Yeah, yeah. Like like they can focus on on Robles and uh, um, Soto, and then uh, you know I'm sure they got some other guy. Carter Keyboom is uh, yeah. coming up. Is it Carter Kaiboom or Carter Keyboom? It's Keyboom. It's Keyboom because yeah. I feel like there was a game last year where they were like somebody was mispronouncing his name, and then like somebody on Twitter corrected the announcer. Maybe it was versus the Cubs, but possibly they have a they ha- he has a brother Spencer yep. Keyboom who's yep. on the team or was on the team. Carter hasn't made his debut yet. I okay, don't think, but. Uh, but um, he's he's he seems like he's gonna be better than his brother. Okay, which isn't saying that much, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but they got some guys up and uh, coming up. Um, so yeah, so that'll be interesting. Uh, it would be cool to kind of see like Robles and uh, Soto kind of do what Acuna and Albies did last year. You yeah. know, maybe yeah, maybe they could be the new duo there in the National League East. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jeremy, to answer your question, yeah, Robbie Ray, Zach Granke. Merrill Kelly, Zach Godley, and Luke Weaver. Um, so Ugh. yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know Greg Holland was closing games for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, he won year. their closing spot. Wow. Uh, Merrill Kelly came from either the Cardinals or the Tigers. Yeah, I can't he's, remember. He's thirty years old, which is surprising. Um, yeah, he has. Uh, Jesus, man, he's only pitched. Is this? Is he a thirty-year-old rookie? Uh, possibly. I've seen his name before. Okay. But, uh, I, I mean, uh, let me see here. So it says debut April 1st, 2019. Yeah, he's a 30-year-old rookie. All right. Well, wow. there you go. Um, the, he was a draft pick of the Rays. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's not uh, – I don't even know. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like a character from Gone with the Wind or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, wow, you know, it, maybe he went uh, went overseas, Jeremy, because he. Uh, oh yeah. I'm seeing show minors, and it, it says from 2014 to 2019. I don't see anything listed. Yeah, uh, KBO. He was in Korea. Ah, okay, okay. And he was with the Rays organization before that. Okay, so, so he kind of did a Miles Mikolas. Yeah. Um, okay, interesting. Yeah, maybe they're trying to make him the next one this year. Yeah. Um, uh, well, cool, Jeremy. Uh, anything else stick out to you about the first week of the season? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I like the Rays. I'm glad to see the Rays are doing yeah. well. Um, did you see those pitches from, I think his name is Jose Alvarado? Yes. Uh, oh, is he God. the guy whose fastball, like, uh, looks like a wiffle ball when yeah, he crosses it, it, the plate? it, like, straight up, like, went straight and then, like, cut in, like, like, a foot yeah. inside to, like, a left-handed batter. Um, it was sick. I, I'm, you know, I'm not a, I, a physics guy jeremy but yeah. i don't even know uh if you had like a phd in physics if you could explain why that pitch did that yeah uh, no i have no idea no that that was that's insane movement on a fastball yeah and then his, he had two other strikeouts that day and like it, they were also equally sick like yeah. one he threw like a i'm gonna guess it was a like a split finger fastball or, or, or some sort of change up or whatever and it uh, it just died down at eighty five miles per hour. So it was some sort of change up. Yeah. Um, 
and it just like it just died yeah down, like straight down and it's like i don't know where this guy came from but he's he's killing it right he's now. like a, a magician yeah. um so it would be cool it would yeah jeremy we should try to go see the rays when they play the white Sox. yeah that would be cool mm-hmm. um but yeah you know i don't know uh the, the angels are off to a bad start as usual yep um yeah, I don't know. Paul Goldschmidt had three home runs against the Brewers on Friday night. Yeah, that's true. He might have. He had a chance for a fourth too, but they walked him in his. And, uh, Is that what happened? Thing, I think they walked him in okay. the at bat after he hit his third homer. I was Would seeing you... the movie Us when that happened. Oh, oh, okay. How did you like it, Jeremy? I I liked it. I I I. You know, it was like a two-hour movie, and then at tech on another twelve hours of reading articles of interpretations. Okay, that's what you should prepare for if you see us. Okay, good but to anyway. know, Jeremy. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I think it's interesting. Like the the Rockies are apparently second base. Apparently, anybody can play second base now in in baseball. Yeah, because the not only are the the Brewers like trotting out Mike Mustakis and then last year uh, Travis Shaw, but the the Rockies now are like they're having Ryan McMahon play second base mm-hmm. for some games, and he's like he's like a tall first baseman. Yeah, he's just like a. a as uh, uh, historically like uh, first baseman like stature, yep. he's playing second base. I don't know what's going on, uh, but but uh, it, you know, I, I guess it's good to get him in the in the lineup. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, his name is McMahon. Maybe they'll play no chance when he comes up to bat. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Vince the old the old Vince McMahon uh, uh, theme music. No chance in hell. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's what I thought of when I uh, when I heard when he because he, he was in that Cubs wild card game last year, right? Oh, I, think, yeah, I, think I think he, he was. He played in that game. Yeah. Um, uh, I got. I was gonna mention. Uh, this is looking ahead a couple months, but um, uh, if we're looking ahead to the 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 June draft, um, another guy who's been on my radar partially because I've been uh, collecting uh, cards and uh, I have one of his autographs is. Uh, Likely first first overall pick as of right now, uh, catcher for the Oregon State uh, Beavers or Badgers, whatever. whatever I don't. I think it's the Beavers. Yeah, uh, Adley Rushman. Okay. Um, he, uh, you know, he's he's been uh, highly touted. Him or Bobby Witt Jr., who we saw last year. Um, of course, Bobby Witt's in in high school. Uh, Adley Rushman's in, in uh, college. Uh, but he he started off. At a, Crazy clip. So through twenty, they've played twenty-seven games already. Um, Oregon State. He's hitting four seventeen with eight homers. His on-base percentage is five ninety-two. Mm. I mean, wow. So basically, he's getting on base six out of every ten times he comes up to the plate. Yeah, yeah. My and goodness. He, he's a catcher, um, and so like, I mean, if if he holds, if he can stick at catcher, yeah, yeah. Wow. I think he's gonna. Um, be the the overall number one overall yeah and, and the, uh, the orioles will have that pick right yeah okay wow yeah so it'll be interesting uh i yeah there's no one there uh blocking his way right now i don't think no 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 so okay i wonder how soon he could make it to the majors but uh for the catcher like that you know yeah i mean you figure uh, what is he a th- uh, junior jeremy is he a third year junior uh that sounds about right I, i'd have to check that out to to confirm sure that, but uh but yeah, so it, it'll be cool. I'm actually going to be like trying to look for more uh, uh, college baseball games on TV this year. Sure, for so sure. We'll see. All right. Um, yeah, he's a junior. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably about 21. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that and to keep an eye uh, on where our boy Bobby Witt is uh, going to be picked. The, yeah, the June draft is gonna the June draft is gonna be really exciting because we saw all those guys last year. So it'll be interesting to. Uh, see where they get picked. We got to keep uh, our dates open for the uh, for the Under Armour game this year again too. That was yes, a lot we of do. Fun. That was that was good. We <laughs> we will we will bring that one to you again. Yeah, for Wait. sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Jack, uh, you know that's uh, that that was our run, roundup uh, for the first uh, week uh, of uh, baseball. Yeah. Um, but uh, like we we announced it uh, last time on the uh, mini sode, but uh, just in case you missed it, um, yeah, we're the, our next episode will be uh, will be. Going back into regular uh, rain delay theater format. Yeah, we'll be uh, going to a game. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be awesome. I'm excited, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully we run into some more freaks. <laughs> <laughs> because we should judge right <laughs> well yeah okay well uh for for all of us here uh well for the two of us here i'm jack swakowski <laughs> and i'm jeremy dionisio all right we'll see you next time all right bye